This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, July 6, 2021. I'm Caleb Brown. Recording the police's constitutionally protected activity in Florida, if only police would receive that message clearly and consistently. Now, a Florida appeals court has let police off the hook after a violent interaction with a mother whose main transgression appears to have been recording cops doing their jobs in public. Cato's James Craven details the case and why it matters. States have different rules when it comes to recording, and states have different rules when it comes to recording police. Yes. So uh, what do we understand about, you know, the First Amendment with respect to recording police? So two things at play here. First, all states have this these wiretapping statutes, but only a minority of them um, require what's called all-party consent. And Florida is one of those states where if you're going to record an interaction, everyone has to agree to it. However, that kind of cuts against the First Amendment. And federal courts, federal circuit courts in most circuits, it's easy to remember which ones. It's every odd circuit, first, third, fifth, seventh, ninth, eleventh. Eleventh being particularly pertinent here because it's where Florida is, have said, you have the right to record police. And that means if you're in a public space, police are doing public duties, your right to record police trumps that wiretapping statute that says you can't record audio without all parties' consent. Yeah, the impulse behind the uh, wiretapping statute, which a lot of states have, and uh, it's kind of an odd use of the term wiretapping when it's uh, you're physically in the same space as someone else and you're recording. But the, the presumption is that you're talking about private parties and not public officials doing their public official duties. Yes. Well, you would think so. Although there have been cases where states pass laws that give police higher protections uh, for their wiretapping statutes. And then those have been struck down. I think that was in the Seventh Circuit, struck that down and said, you really can't do that. Because, you know, if you think about the First Amendment, press protection and why we have it, right? Looking all the way back to the case of like John Peter Zinger, you know, he's reporting on what the government is doing. And this is the kind of thing that the founders are thinking about when they're saying, you know, there's a right to a free press. It's your ability to report and find out what the government is really doing to keep the government accountable. Well, this is exactly that. You're literally recording public officials Of course, the First Amendment protects that. I say, of course, has not been completely like on point recognized by the Supreme Court. But I think it's very clear that that is what the First Amendment is designed to do. What was the experience of Tasha Ford in Florida? So you can actually see it. I recommend that you do. Uh, It's on WPTV News because her whole video is online. But her experience is just she's recording these officers. She starts saying she lets them know immediately, like, I'm recording you. They say, okay. Uh, It goes fine for a while. But over time, you know, it's about a 15 minute video that the officers, especially one of them, seems to get more agitated by the fact that she's recording. She starts, she's saying, this is a public forum and she's she's right. She's actually got her, her law right. And they start accusing her of being a street lawyer, which they're kind of doing too, saying the wiretapping statute, although they, I think, cite it incorrectly in this case. And um, ultimately, they do arrest her on these two charges, the obstructing justice charge and the wiretapping statute. And 
she sued, I mean, I think rightfully, for deprivation of her constitutional rights. And what did the court say? Well, the court decided they did kind of a sneaky thing. The court decided they're not going to rule on the wiretapping statute because they know they're in hot water there. But the court kind of embraces, I think, the perspective of the police officers. And, and we'll get to it because I think it's a valid perspective, but it's not what the court should be doing. They should be deciding the law. Um, they, they uphold the arrest on the obstruction of justice charge. And when they do, they sort of, they embrace this view that this should have been a short, uneventful encounter. The police just wanted to, you know, give this kid a warning, but she was, Tasha Ford was insistent upon recording officers. And as they cite their reasoning for upholding the obstruction of justice charge, they, they mention things like, they mentioned the recording twice and they, they mentioned just like little things like she wouldn't tell them her address because she said she just moved to the area. It's not very strong reasoning and it's not in line with Florida's precedent on obstruction of justice law. This law is not a blank check for police officers to arrest anyone they find difficult. It generally requires some kind of physical act that you know, impedes an arrest or impedes officers in some way on their performance of their duties. And the only physical act that really is named by the court, and it's named twice, is her recording them, which is constitutionally protected directly in that jurisdiction, no question constitutionally protected activity. The court shouldn't use that to support their ruling. You can't use constitutionally protected activity to support an arrest for obstruction of justice. How do other states treat this? And are there states where police actually do have a clear understanding of what their duties are with respect to bystanders recording? I'm not familiar with every state's policy. I know that because most states have the rule that the one-party consent rule, which means as long as the person recording is okay with the recording, it's sort of assumed that if you're in their presence, you don't mind them recording what you're what you're saying. This this doesn't come up um, all the time because you know the the wiretapping statute couldn't even really be invoked. I, I will warn you know to anyone who is in a police encounter and recording, you know, be careful. Because you can get situations like this where police retaliate, and in my view, illegally, against what you're doing. So when police do retaliate, to what extent are they held accountable? I mean, this is could potentially be evidence at trial in the case of, of George Floyd, the young woman who was recording that encounter, has received a Pulitzer Prize. And that's exactly on point, because if you think about it, if it weren't for that recording, we would never have had that conviction two months ago of Derek Chauvin. We actually know, I mean, look at the original police press release on that encounter. Man dies after medical incident during police interaction. It does not at all give you the impression that this was a murder. Frankly, the whole thing is hogwash. I mean, it goes on to describe that, you know, he George Floyd appeared to be suffering medical distress. It's very underhanded, dishonest, I would say an outright lie. If it weren't for that video, we wouldn't have had that trial. 
we wouldn't be here. And we need to be able to hold police accountable in order to rebuild public trust. Uh, this actually goes back to the perspective of the police and, and the sort of longstanding practice of police forces and how it needs to evolve for modern times. Because police are police forces are used to operating in a way where they where they they adopt the viewpoint that these incidents are few and far between, or they reinforce that viewpoint amongst their forces. They try not to let these things hit the public view, and they rarely hold officers. I mean, we, we have numbers. The New York Times got a hold of like NYPD's, um, all of their disciplinary actions and like write-ups resulted in disciplinary action like less than 3% of the time. Same in Chicago, it was like less than 10% of the time. The, the rule of thumb has been, don't let this get out to the public. Let's not make a scene over this because we need to keep the public confidence. Well, the opposite is true now. People are tuned in now. First of all, this practice has not been working for a long time. People have been paying attention to what police are doing it, at least since Eric Garner in 2013. Um, and they've been getting more and more tuned into it. The availability of recording uh, devices, it's on everyone's smartphones now. And they've been recording these interactions. They've, there's been this reaction that, you know, if we don't record this ourselves, we're not going to find out the truth because they're not telling us the truth. How often is this happening? If something like what happened with George Floyd can happen and police wouldn't report that, what else is being covered up that, that will only be viewed if citizens proactively record these encounters? They've lost public confidence. There's a poll saying for the first time last year, maybe 48% of Americans, um, still trust police. That is the first time in 27 years you have had only a minority of the public uh, expressing confidence in the police. They've lost the confidence of the public. The public is recording now. They are asking for more police accountability. You have to find a way to satisfy that public demand for police accountability, and it has to be a new approach. You can't go back to the old approach of, of trying to cover these up for, you know, I think to put the most benign look at it, what they might see as the greater good to maintain the public confidence so that they can continue doing their jobs, that's not going to work. Um, you, you've got to let citizens record police and you've got to hold bad officers accountable if you know that recording shows you that this officer is engaging in violent misconduct. James Craven is a legal associate with Cato's Project on Criminal Justice. Subscribe to the Cato Daily Podcast pretty much anywhere and follow us on Twitter at Cato Podcast.